Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Yapping With Us. Today we will be reviewing Carry On by Rainbow Rowell, which is the first book in, I'm not sure what it's called, but I know it's a trilogy. It's the Simon Snow trilogy? Yeah, maybe. maybe. maybe the, I don't know. Can tell you it's a something trilogy and this is the first book and we're very i'm very excited i don't know if someone's excited are you excited nah. okay yeah. <laughs> i'm pretty excited because um when this book came out i was obsessed with it it was so good it still is so good so yeah um so on to a really really quick plot synopsis it's essentially um harry potter but if like draco and harry were canon yeah and Draco accurate. is a vampire. Yeah. And fine as hell. And fine. <laughs> I mean, Draco is already fine as hell. Yeah. So. Minus the, like, I don't even want to say minus the toxicity because. No, Baz is pretty toxic. Is definitely yeah. Bad. No, they're both pretty, like, I can't really condone their actions most of the time, but I, you know, I, I like it. I thought it was really sweet. Mm-hmm. It was very YA. And it was yeah. very fan fiction-y to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I I have less of an attachment to this book because I, I read it, like, a week ago. <laughs> um, and we're filming this in, like, filming, recording. Yeah, recording, in, like, July. Yeah. So by the time this actually gets released, it's going to be a couple months. But, like, I just read it a week ago, but Avika read it, like, when it first came out, maybe? Yeah, like, exactly when it came out. Um, because I'm not sure if you know this, but in, uh, Fangirl, also by Rainbow Rowell, yeah. yeah, she mentioned Simon Snow, and then ever since then, I've been super obsessed with the idea, because who doesn't want to read a dreary canon yeah. book where, like, Draco's literally a vampire, so I was super excited when I heard that there was going to be, like, a whole book on Carry On, but it is very, very, like, meta YA. It's so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that... I think that that's one of the things I had a harder time with because I don't want to say it was, like, unsophisticated, mm-hmm. but it seemed a little childish, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, yeah, And maybe that's what she was going for, but it wasn't fully what I was expecting for some reason. I was just expecting, like, the only things I had heard was, like, I had read Fangirl, mm-hmm. so I was just expecting, like, fanfiction-y type writing and Harry Potter-esque yeah, which it was. But I wasn't expecting, like, their magic system to work the way it did, like, using, like, sentence in the idioms. Is that the? No. I really don't know. They Sayings just use phrases. And songs yeah. to cast spells. Yeah. And I thought that was really weird. I mean, I like the logic behind it, how, like, it can't be, like, that mainstream, but it needs to be, like, popularized. And, yeah. like, you can only, like, cast the spell if you're familiar with like the verb tenses of victorian era english and also if you're hopelessly in love like remember that part yeah it's kind of odd (laughs) yeah it's a little odd it's unique i'll give it that i don't think i've ever seen anything like this yeah it's definitely like i understand that a lot of people don't like the harry potter comparison although i think yeah you should check goodreads oh my god i didn't even know that like i I was under the impression that it was a Harry Potter fanfic. Isn't it? Like, some people are very strongly against the fact that it's perceived as a Harry Potter um, fanfiction, that it's very, in its own right, its own thing. And I can see how, in some cases, that's true. Like, in some instances, Mm -hmm. 
But I also think that if Harry Potter didn't exist, neither would carry on. Yeah. Especially <laughs> because of the way that um, carry on is perceived in fangirl. Yeah. It's literally marketed as a Harry Potter fan fiction. And, like, it does draw very, very heavy parallels. Like, normals, muggles. Like, you know it's from Orphan. Harry Potter. And it's fine. Like, it's literally fine. Fifty Shades of Grey was a Twilight fan fiction. It's okay to be a fan fiction. And Twilight was based off of My Chemical Romance. Yeah. So, so you know, like, you it, know? it's super hard to just write things objectively with no bias no, from anywhere. Exactly. And this book was great. I think the reason why I'm so attached to it is that nostalgia factor. But, like, if I factor that out, it was, like, it was cute, but it wasn't, like, mind-blowing. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about some of the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so let's start out with... Do you want to start with Simon? Sure. I think Simon is I'm, so stupid. Oh my god. And the thing is, on the cover, he kind of looks like a ginger. Like, he has a tinge. He has a tinge. <laughs> and when I was like, yeah. I, I don't think he's a ginger. But... Like, yeah, that's just her, her regular... Ginger hate streak going. Oh my god. I, like, I it... don't hate gingers. Oh my god. I, I, you know what I do hate? You. Incredibly rude. <laughs> My hair is brown. Okay, we don't have to. Okay, well, we don't have to go there. He's not a ginger, but he is kind of stupid, but in a very endearing way, I think. Yeah, I'm very um, like I really liked his character, and I liked, I really liked his relationship with Baz. Oh like just the God. fact that they were like rival just the fact that the whole time he was like no i hate him like i i hate him so much and then he was like but where is he yeah like, and why is he here and he had to ban him from speaking about baz unless it was a, an emergency yeah she was like spoke about baz so only much only 10 percent of our conversation can be about him yeah, yeah. and i'm like wow like I'm like if I were Penny like if you if you were Simon and you had a Baz in your life and I were Penny I would like slap you upside the head I would be like just go make out with him right now yeah because it's so obvious like they were roommates for like what eight years yeah something like that like some crazy amount of time they were in their last year Mm -hmm. in this book so they were roommates for a heck a long time Baz has been in love with Simon that hurts. That really <laughs> hurts. I don't know why, but I was like, mm. I don't know how you would be able to be a roommate, be a roommate, be roommates with someone that long and be in love with them and not tell them. So. And want to eat them at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's added. <laughs> that's an added factor. Um, but I guess, like, I, no, I guess, I really liked Baz's chapter where you, like, at the end, he's like, I'm in love with him. Yeah. I was yeah. Like, yeah. I listened to the audiobook, so I also don't really know how some of the things are pronounced because I listen to it at three point five times speed. I don't know how her brain can do that. Like when I listen to things at like even one point seven five speed, like it just sounds garbled. I don't know what they're saying. Like what's the evil thing called? What evil thing? Like the evil thing. The humdrum? The insane. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh the humdrum? What did, what did you think it was? Yeah, that. <laughs> Say how you are. Well, the same thing. No, it's not. She's making a face. What is it? I want to know. Well, just like hundrum. Hundrum. Okay. Which is, I don't think that bad. No, it's not. But like, what do you have against huns? <laughs> that, that was the immediate first thing I thought about. I was like, okay. 
I don't know anything about the hunt, um, so no comment. But yeah, it's the insidious humdrum. I feel like the whole plot line with the ins- insidious humdrum was kind of convoluted. Like the whole like how he sucked magic when Simon like exploded. That was that was little, weird. Yeah, it was a little and weird. Also a little creepy. Yeah, the thing was like the the young Simon. Yeah, like it's like a, a like a baby Simon that's creating like dead zones and like sucked up Baz's house. I feel like he didn't get mad enough about that. Like. Simon literally sucked up his ancestral home. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but also, like, the mage. Yeah. Yeah, the mage. Dude's messed up. Dude's a real... He's a real piece of work. I don't really understand who I'm supposed to be rooting for in this thing, because... Okay, the mage kind of, like... I don't really understand. I was his dad. Yeah. He was his dad, yeah. but his wife died. I mean, or, I don't really, yeah, she's like a ghost in the veil, and she probably passed on, um, and then, like, Simon's whole conception was to create just a powerhouse of a child. Yeah, like, to create the prophecy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which, again, is kind of Harry Pottery. It's very, very although, Harry Pottery. Although, in Harry Potter, he just was the chosen mm-hmm. one, and this situation, they're trying to create the chosen one, but, yeah. like, it's... Same difference. Yeah. And also, I feel like that was just randomly really deep. So the whole book read kind of childish to me, but then there was just the mage coercing his wife into having this yeah, child. Yeah. Lucy's like, <laughs> point of views were so heartbreaking. They were. Because you know she's dead, and she's just talking about how much she loves this baby, and how much she loves Davy, and like how like happy she is but like you can kind of tell that her mind isn't quite as sharp you know like there's just like a cloud over her thoughts and then all of a sudden like she's like literally like she got her baby taken away and like simon's had such a hat like hard life and imagine like if lucy didn't die he would have been so loved he would have it's just so sad yeah okay so then we're not rooting for the mage no well the mage is horrible like at the end where he's like stop it stop hurting me and he literally just died because the only way that the mage would have stopped hurting simon is if he was dead that's crazy that's literally insane and i think that was really interesting like the ending was really interesting mm-hmm. oh but carry on was the um the song what bohemian rhapsody right what like was it not I always thought Carry On was from Carry On My Wayward Son. Like, the song by Kansas. Carry on my wayward son. There'll be Carry on, carry on, cause nothing ever matters. We are on a different wavelength. Oh, I swear to God, that song played in the audiobook. I don't know what you were- That would make sense for The Wayward Son being the next book, but the third book's Anywhere, Any Way the Wind Blows. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's in- I I don't know. I don't know who's right. I'm not sure. I was trying to figure out, like, where was that? Yeah. Um, maybe it's a mix of both. Okay, so we don't like the mage. No. But then, we don't like Baz's family either. Well, they're- I think, Are they not racist? Yeah, I feel like they're classist for sure. Yeah. Um, I feel like Baz's family is like a more tame version of Death Eaters because like they're not actually that like radical, I don't think. Especially not in Carry On. 
Um, but but they are pretty. Fiona's pretty radical, I would say. Yeah, Baz's aunt, but I actually really like her. Yeah, but it was just like the mom, like she was the headmistress mm-hmm. before the maids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, so like, I like the maids becoming the headmaster is like okay, the maids is evil, but also. She was. She loves glasses, so I don't like her. Like I don't know. I guess like it's mixed emotions. About yeah, her. it's like she had. Everybody has their pros and their cons. Like her pros, like she, she wanted to like let everybody study magic. Like I don't think she was because you know it's like the same idea in Harry Potter. Like they didn't want to let people who were like less powerful study magic, mm-hmm. and I think she was kind of against that. And she was also like like really nice to the staff. Like I know like Ebb. Like, oh, Eb really liked her, and I, I trust anyone Eb likes, because Eb is so, yeah, that was really, really upset. Honestly, a lot of this book was really upsetting to me. That was not okay. No, that was really Simon bad. could have died, but not <laughs> Okay, no. But, yeah. And I think the fact that Eb and Nicodemus being, like, twins, and Nicodemus, like, like voluntarily becoming a vampire, that was, like, there's so much plot in this book. There's so much of it. But at the same time, <laughs> it's at the same time they're singing Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> I'm like, no, nobody, nobody is singing Bohemian Rhapsody. But I think that the whole adventure, like Simon and Baz teaming up, is just it fed my soul on a molecular level. The scene where Baz is like trying to kill himself with the fire everywhere, oh I cried so much. Not because it was like sad. Maybe it's sad. It, maybe it's sad to some people, but it wasn't sad to me. I cried simply because I was like, "This is so passionate. This is so powerful," and I was just crying. You know who really boiled my blood? Who? Agatha. Oh yeah. I don't know why. Like I understood. I mean, going in, even if you read like the plot synopsis of this book, you know it's going to be about Simon and Baz. Mm-hmm. Although their relationship doesn't happen for a really long time, they just obsessively the think about each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Simon's obsessively thinking about Baz isn't necessarily positive for a long time. Yeah, yeah, we know like it. it it's borderline obsession. Um, we don't really see like the mushy thoughts, but Baz is very like I'm obsessed with Simon as well, but it's a little bit more mushy. Yeah, well, yeah, Baz yeah. straight up is like, I love him. Yeah. But then Simon's like, this man. I hate this man. I want to kill this man. He's this man so hot. I want to kill him. <laughs> thinking about him constantly, but never. Don't they just start making out when yeah. they're at Baz's house? Yeah. It's, and, like, literally one of my favorite scenes where, like, literally Simon has been trying to convince people that Baz is a vampire for, like, eight years. And then all of a sudden Baz is like, yeah, I'm a vampire. And then Simon's like, no, you're not. <laughs> And he's like, what do you mean? And he's like, you're not a vampire. And then they start making out. But doesn't he say you're not a monster? Yeah, he, well, he, I don't know if he says that too bad. I know he, he thinks, thinks it. it. He thinks it. He's like, am I kissing a monster? And he's like, no, I'm kissing a boy. I mean, from personal experience, boys can be monsters, but I'm not going to further elucidate <laughs> on that. We don't have time. <laughs> we don't have I mean, Agatha. Agatha was, um, she was really trying to stir the pot there. She was just like, oh my god, no, like, I didn't, the reason I was holding his hands in the forest was because I wanted to feel something. I wanted to, like, do my, like, shut up, Agatha. I'm so sorry. And Simon's like, okay, I just want to make this relationship work. And she's like, absolutely the fuck not. Get the fuck away from me, stupid ginger. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) 
<laughs> don't come to my house for Christmas, even though I know you don't have a family and you don't have anywhere to go. Love you. <laughs> yeah, I know that I know that you were invited, but I actually am uninviting you because I think I will be uncomfortable, even though you don't have a home. Mm-hmm. Sorry. LOL. Like, even though we were friends, like, I'm simply just going to cut you off, which honestly is fine. Like, I know break- breakups can be really messy, but I just think the way that she went about it and, like... Agatha has to be just very, very, very stupid not to see that Baz and Simon have something going on. So going after Baz, who she knows Simon is obsessed with or, you know, has a rivalry with, it's just mean. It's literally just mean. It's like if I went after my current boyfriend's, like, mortal rival. Yeah. It's, like, unnecessarily rude of me, you know? It's like, if you're gonna feel that type of... I just think she was very, like, comfortable, you know? And, like, her parents were, oh, my God, you can breed Simon's magic into your line. <laughs> you know? God, that's disgusting. That, but it's horrible. Yeah. I just, I hate. That's it. You just hate I Agatha? Hate. Yeah, she wasn't a vibe. Penelope, Penny was, I really like Penny. I like how, like, unapologetically, um, like, amazing she is. Like, she just does what she wants. She's very powerful. She knows it. And I like how Baz thinks of Penny, too. He thinks of her, like, as a, like, genius. And they yeah. have, like, all these amazing conversations. And he doesn't, he doesn't mansplain things to her. I, we love a respectful king. I love Baz. I love him so much. Yeah. If I didn't ship him so hard with Simon, I would be jealous of Simon. Yeah. 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 I, I am, still. So. <laughs> well, especially when I look at the cover, I'm like, damn. He looks good in those Hawaiian shirts, eh? Yeah. It really does it for you. No, Baz is really, like, I think he's a very, very respectful character. Like, being in his head and his POV is, like, it's a pleasure. I enjoy it. Especially, like, when he comes back from being kidnapped by the numpties. The numpties? The numpties, yeah. I think that was, oh, you didn't know that's what they were called. I didn't want to bring it up because I didn't know what he was kidnapped by. Yeah, I think that was, he's just, like, his first thought. He's like, I need to get back to Watford. I need to see my boyfriend. Yeah, but that—that's so traumatic. Like, oh my god, <laughs> yeah. And then it, his his aunt was just like, "You can sit in you can sit in the back seat because the front seat is for people who don't get kidnapped by numpties." Yeah. I thought that was mean. Um, but I think we're dancing over the the main like thing that was amazing in this book, and that's Snowbaz. Every interaction that they had, like, oh my god, like Baz ripping off his Simon's cross. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god, that was... I'm sweating. That was, that was really good. That was really good. Like, is Simon coming into Baz's room because his room had a wraith in it, and then that little scene where he's like, I slept better listening to Baz, like, breathe than I have before. They were very cute. Yeah, and then at the end, where, like, Simon shows up at the dance, and Baz is, like, wrapping his tail around his hand. It's just so cute oh my god the ending where baz is like you did fulfill the prophecy you fell in love didn't you remember so cute i think baz is a baz is a huge simp and i live for it he's a huge gigantic simp for simon snow the bohemian rhapsody thing is just really getting to me what do you mean like what what is what is (laughs) what is happening not sing it I don't know. I didn't have a book that's saying. Okay, but like, say the words to it. 
What do you mean? Like, in the book? we think it's different songs. I mean, I... Which is troubling me. It it might be a mashup of the two. Because... Because it makes sense for the second book that it's your anime edit popped up to Macarena. I love how this moment is forever going to be immortalized in this podcast. Thank you guys for being here with me today. She's just standing there in shock. So (laughs) I'm going to continue to babble about snowbaz while you look up what you got to look up. Yeah. Can't even continue. I can't continue. That's so embarrassing. It really was. If you guys saw the edit, it'd be so much. I literally, if you guys want, I will post it somewhere. If somebody messages like yapping with us and saying please post the edit, I will absolutely do it. No questions asked. But anyways, back to Snowbaz. Um, oh, the only thing I have to say is, you know, Simon and Penny and Baz is power trio. Their brains mush together. Well, I don't know how much Simon's brain really contributes, but um, I just, I think that they're so good together. And I'm super excited um, to see, like, well, I already read Wayward Some, but I'm just going to pretend that I didn't. But, like, the ending was, like, satisfying, but also not satisfying because, like, you know, Simon's in a really rough place. He lost all his magic, and then Baz is really devastated for Simon. But you can tell Baz is still really trying. Um... I'm just yapping to myself here. Simon, what are you doing? I'm reading an article now. Oh I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. Can we, just, can we just settle on it's both? Okay, sure. Next I'm, episode, though, we'll actually settle on it. Yeah. Being right at the beginning. Um, I think that I'm correct. But anyways, I don't really have anything else to say. Oh, ratings. Oh, ratings. I would rate this book five stars. A plus. Simply, again, the nostalgic factor. This was one, This is and will continue to be one of my comfort books simply because it's so easy to read. It's very quick and it's very satisfying to my soul. Um, the writing and the plot isn't the best, but, you know, if you want something to cheer you up, this will do the trick. I would give it like a B. Yeah, that's fair. That's, that's very fair. For like... For the same reasons mm-hmm. that you kind of said. Like, I mean, I can definitely see it being a comfort book and everything, but the context in which I read it versus the context, time period, emotions where you read it was, is extremely different. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh. Okay. So I think that's all we have for you guys today. Make sure to follow at Yapin with us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Thanks for listening, and we will meet you in another book world.